When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Carolina Peace, even though I don't look like Carolina Peace, I am Carolina Peace. And uh, you're listening to Tom and Zeus on the Shouted Out Loud cast. So keep listening, keep rocking. That's right, we're back with episode 51 of Dorm Damage, and my goodness, do we have a great one tonight. A very special guest talking about a ton of awesome stuff. Zeus, who is joining us here on episode 51? We are lucky and fortunate to have the great and super talented Brit Lightning of Vixen joining us. Yeah, amazing. What a great interview. Tons of fun. We just had such a blast talking about Kiss, her career, Vixen, Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp, and a ton of other stories. Zeus reminding her about the elevator at Creatures <laughs> Fest. <laughs> and stupid Boston stories. Yeah, great stuff. Tons of fun. Well, here it is. Brit Lightning. All right. This week, we have one of the hardest working women in rock and roll. She is best known as the lead guitarist in Vixen, which we all love. And she is also one of the camp counselors for Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp and a fellow Pantheon podcaster because she's a co-host of the new podcast, Rock Camp. And what's even cooler than that is she's a Bostonian. Britt Lightning joins the show tonight. Britt, welcome. Woo, thank you. And thanks for the great intro. Yeah, of course. Hanging with you guys. Yeah, awesome. It's well-deserved. So you've been on our radar for a couple different things. Bostonian obviously gives you huge props for us. <laughs> for us, yes. Right? And um, for you that, guys, too. Yes, yeah, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. thank you. <laughs> we caught you on the Kiss Cruise. Yep. Right? When yep, you were yep. on uh, with Vixen. I, I, I mean, I, God, I'm 50. So I got into Vixen when their first couple albums came out. Me too. And yep. I remember them. Do you remember this, Tom? They were in that horrendous movie in the 80s. Which what was one? it called? Hard something? Hard Bodies. Hard Bodies, yes. That movie's not horrendous. That's a <laughs> classic. It's got the kid from You Shit on My House and yeah. Can't Buy Me Love. Yeah. He's <laughs> in that. And then all of a sudden in the middle of the movie, why is the Vixen band in this? It was just <laughs> 80s camp stuff. But regardless, you weren't in there then. You were probably just a little baby. True, um, true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Vixen, I, I had I bought all their stuff, and when they came out originally, loved them. Got to see you on the cruise. 
thought you guys kicked ass. And yeah. and while I'm like, oh, she's a huge Kiss fan. Oh, get her on the show. Then within that time period, I find out you got a new pod on Pantheon. Yeah. Very cool. We do. We do. It's called Rock Camp, the podcast. We're super excited about it. Uh, we've yep. done quite a few episodes and it's it's going great. I got to say, we're having a blast. Uh, it's uh, me, David Fishoff, and uh, Miles, who is a camper uh, who now actually works for us as well. So yep. we say a, a camper, a producer, and a rock star walk into a podcast studio. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I, li- I listened to a couple episodes. It just Same sounds here. like you guys are having a ton of fun. And how we could are, you not? Yeah. You know, how could right. you not? So will you now correct me if I'm wrong, you guys were were you guys also at Creatures Fest in Nashville? We and, were. Yeah, we yeah, were there we too. Were, okay. So, we oh, saw you fun. there we, too. Yeah, we were there too. Okay, yeah. With Vinny Vincent. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes. Now, we, we saw that too. Yes. Yeah, so, I, got, I gotta ask her this. Go ahead. Do you remember something like about an elevator during the at the hotel? Oh no. <laughs> something about the elevator? Yes. Um, there was like a like a horrendous scent in there and they had to tape it off and everybody had instance. I know your bass player had issues because Joey Casada was telling me I was in the, I was in the elevator with uh, some I of the mixing. I wish, they people could see, I, I wish people could see Brit's look of confusion. Right like, now. No, you know what? I usually would remember those kind of things. I don't, I wasn't drinking that heavily at that show. So I should remember, <laughs> Okay, good. Uh, but I don't somebody, um, from rumor has it, um, sprayed some sort of a fart spray or something in the elevators, and pretty much ruined half of the weekend at Creatures Fest. That's hilarious! I don't know how. Maybe if there's two elevators, maybe I kept getting the right. Oh elevator. no, no, no! Everybody, the whole, the whole. Weekend. Wow. There was even well, you know like what? I'm a stair person too, so I always if I find sm- stairs, I'll always probably, even that was probably that was yeah, probably the smartest move you made. All, stair people, yeah, that was probably the <laughs> smartest move you made all weekend was using the stairs. Wow, that's so funny. Okay. Sada would tell me that he's like, Does you, so your bass player has like a, an accent. Is she Brazilian or something? She's Brazilian. Yes. There you go. She does have like, a good sense of smell. Because half the time we'll go into casinos and she'll be like, ew, I can't stay in this. Room. <laughs> no, no, no. And I never smell anything. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. My room's fine. And she'll come over and smell my room. And she'll be like, ew, it smells like even more smoke. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't smell. Uh, well, so I just remember know. Joey doing the like, ooh. What is this? With the Brazilian accent. Story. Yes. Um, it was it was the cherry on top for a great weekend that um that uh Creatures Fest. Fest. It was amazing. Which unfortunately I believe you guys had your uh show changed, right? We did. We had some changes on the Kiss Cruise as well with yes. set and stages. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes, and you guys had to go afterwards, which no one expected you were supposed to go on before Vinny, right? Wait, didn't we still go on before Vinny? I thought you guys ended up closing it that night. Maybe we I, did. I thought you, so I too. Think it's, my memory's a little foggy. No, it's okay. Believe me, that weekend was a mess for a lot of us. It was it was a blast. <laughs> it was a, but it was a it mess. Was an absolute I remember blast. there being schedule changes and stuff with that, but I I, I yeah. don't remember to what. I totally that's yeah. okay. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. It was different from our point of view. I don't the, even smoke weed, you guys. So uh, I don't know what this is all about. We don't either. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it's all good. But anyways, get going back away from that, you're also in, now you're doing the fantasy camp. And we saw a couple ads that you guys had up. And then I saw Bruce 
Kulik had yeah. the same exact ad, but yeah. just him superimposed instead of you, right? Yeah. Yes, I create those ads, so I know exactly. Ah! What oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> No, we love Bruce. We've had we've had Bruce on the show a bunch of times. We hung out with him at at in at Creatures Fest at the at, in in we saw him in Vegas. We went to a Gene Simmons event last May in Vegas and hung out with Bruce. So we saw. So tell us, tell the people, or tell us too. But the 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 listeners, like, what exactly is Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp? Because it sounds beyond amazing. Yeah, well, it is beyond amazing. Yeah. So- Basically, it's for all vocalists and instrumentalists of all different levels and all ages. So it's not like a school rock. We mostly get adults, but we'll have like bands with teenagers and stuff in there, too. Okay. Um, but we get a lot of adults. And it's for people that always wanted to be rock stars. Or, and for some reason, you know, for the adults, you know, it went different paths. We got lawyers and doctors. I mean, I had a rocket scientists that worked for NASA who who could play like three chords. I'm like, you can build rockets, but you can't play these three right. A, G, D in a row. <laughs> but it's okay. So we get all different people and um, we put them in bands. I'm the musical director. I talk to every single camper that comes, get a vibe for their experience level, their personality. And that's how I decide who goes in what bands. Okay. I put them in a band for four days. We do the camps in different locations. Uh, we have a lot of them coming up this uh, next few months in Los Angeles, but we have one that we're booking right now. Uh, that will be announced shortly in New York. Sometimes we do them in Vegas and Florida as well. And uh, you join a band for four days. Each band is mentored by a rock star counselor. Like I will mentor a band, Vinny Apice from uh, Black Sabbath and Dio yeah. will mentor a band. Sometimes Tony Franklin from The Firm, Rudy Sars of Quiet Riot. Bruce yeah. Kulick is going to mentor a band at this upcoming camp. Yep. And um, and then we help prep you to learn how to be in a band and jam with your musical heroes, which are different every camp. So they're themed. So um, at this upcoming camp next week, we have one with Nancy Wilson of Hearts. So you're going to jam oh. a heart song with Nancy. Oh, wow. Uh, we've got the Robert and Dean DeLeo from Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, oh, that's, oh that's, Zeus, that, that, yeah. that's Zeus's band. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. those guys. That was my first concert ever. So I, Oh, I cool. Nice. Nice. What, what and and uh, Robert has the same birthday as me. We just had our birthday. Oh, oh nice. nice. He's about 15 feet tall. Um, yeah, what, yeah. what year did you see them? What tour? Do you remember? Um, it was actually, it was at the river rave in Boston. Do you remember yes, that? we were at that too. Okay. Remember there was like, everybody like yes. jumped in and, and, and ran, uh, jumped down from the seats on and, and there was ran like, onto the field. Yes. Yes. I did that. I was in high school. See, this is what happened. My first concert, I wanted to go to Bush and no doubt. And I had friends that were all going in high school. I think I was a freshman in high school or something like that. And my and I asked permission. My parents said no. And because they said, is a chaperone going? And I said, no, but we're all going, whatever. So they said no. So I was like, oh, okay. Next time I'm just not going to ask. So then for the (laughs) river rave, I said, I was like going to a friend's house and staying over. And I went to the river rave and went totally nuts. You know, we had some guy buying us beers underage we were smoking weed and we totally <laughs> hopped the fence and yes. thing. i got pepper sprayed all in my face <laughs> because, you know it was an all-day event and so i didn't have yeah. sunscreen on my face was so sunburned and i got a full face full of pepper spray on mm. my sunburn thought i was going oh. to die and then um yeah and then finally was able to see again just as stp took the stage and it was like the best ever I did my first crowd surfing to them and that was uh, the first time i saw stp as well yeah, I, I saw them on purple at the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and they would do like a seven song in the middle of the set, seven song acoustic little yep. thing they would do in the middle of it. It just blew my mind. Oh, yeah. they're amazing. That's giving me chills talking about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What a memory. Did go, yeah. Did you go to Giles Liquor in Medford? 
and hang out there and have somebody buy you beer? Because that's what I used to do. <laughs> no, I didn't do that one. Well, it was either Giles or Lions. It depends on what well, we're in the mood I for. I did Giles right and me and my friend Billy, we we would we'd buy a case of beer when we were freshmen. And we were so, back then, so like tiny. We would drink them and be like, oh, let's drink some of us who can't carry them across the line to Arlington. And we got so shit-faced, the <laughs> cops saw us trying to cross the bridge into Arlington and chased us on the field. The cop opened the door and ran Billy over with the door to stop him. I fell. All the beer came out. I was so drunk. They PC'd my ass, brought me to the cop station in Medford. I threw up all over the cop station, and I can remember them smacking me in the fucking head, going, you little shit. Who's going to fucking clean this up and slapping me there? Had to get my dad to pick me up. Oh, it was... That's and the best, and, and the best, and the best part of this story, Britt, is that he's an attorney now. <laughs> oh my god! Oh I man, the stupid it. shit that happened to me back then. But going back, so STP started your first concert. Mm-hmm. Became now one of the best and f- our favorite guitarists out there. Where did you get your technique? Who did you follow? Where did you start? And how that mentored you to become now a camp counselor. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Sure, yeah. And Vixen, too, yeah. And kicking ass in Vixen as well, yeah. 
Thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, I heard uh, eruption for the first time. I listened to like ah. 90s hip hop and stuff until I heard eruption on accident while I was shopping in a store with my mom. And I didn't know what it was. It blew my mind. And I was just like, oh my God, that's what I, it was like this crazy calling. I can't explain yeah. it. I don't know. It just really got my attention. And, um, so then after I ran errands with my mom, I was like, you got to take me to the, um, Newbury comics. And I yes. bought Insulin One in 1984. And then that was it. And then, and then I, I got a, a guitar and I just started, um, playing. And then I, I moved, I moved from Natick up to the Reading area and I went to a Catholic yep. school. Catholic school and they didn't have any music programs. Um, but then one day I was saying after school and I heard an electric guitar and I was like, what the heck? And so I followed it and there was a couple guys in a room and they had a guitar club that one of the teachers left their room open for. And, um, just like one, one night a week, uh, one day a week after school. And I went in and they were like, uh, no girls allowed. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't, I don't know. I'm learning. And, um, so I was like, okay, that's fine. And so I would listen to what they were doing and they were all just jamming metallica so i was okay. like okay got it i'm gonna learn all the metallica and i'm gonna i'm gonna play metallica better than them when after you. Of practice. yeah so that's what i did and um and I, I and funny enough the teacher who left the room open was also in charge of the liturgical music group so it was like like i said a catholic school catholic school yep that if you want to practice guitar, we need another guitar player for the liturgical music group. These boys don't want to do it, but you just play acoustic. And, you know, so I really practiced my C, G, D chords, but that was actually my first gig on a stage doing that. And so <laughs> that helped me though, to learn. And then um, that teacher did give me some tips on playing. And then, um, and then I practiced so hard the next year I came back and I, I showed right up to guitar club. I couldn't wait to come back to for school to start again. So I could, be in guitar club and I walked in and I just started playing master of puppets and all these and and I knew all the solos too. And so they were like, Oh wow. And then I got voted in as guitar club president. No shit. That's so cool. And then I started a coffee house where we would do a coffee house once a month after school in our cafeteria yeah, jam and do cover songs. And uh, so that's, yeah, that's kind of how it all began. Um, But as a result of being influenced by Van Halen, I got into all the other eighties rock um, at the time. So I was super into, yeah, just Marty Friedman um, and and Kirk Hammett and all those guys, Dave Mustaine. But then I also really loved, you know, Santana and uh, David Gilmore. Mm -hmm. Um, Then, you know, I didn't really get into Jimmy Page or Jimi Hendrix till later on because those sounds were a little like rougher around the edges as far as like the polished. I like that polished Eddie sound. Sure. Born Demartini and all that. I just thought that was perfect. And then I was like, how come people like Jimmy Page and Hendrix and they're so not perfect? Uh, (laughs) Now I super appreciate all the genius in that. Um, Now, were you were you were you aware of vixen at that time at that young age were you yeah so okay so then getting into that then i was like i i discovered lita ford first i never oh, yeah. really got into joan jett because she didn't lead the way i wanted to and stuff like that but i and the runaways was kind of 70s for my taste at the time so i just thought lita was awesome and then that led me to vixen and when i discovered vixen i freaked out because as a kid i watched jim and the holograms and i was like oh my god oh, god yeah real. and i didn't realize that and i just thought vixen was the coolest and i always wanted to be in like a girl gang. And I was also influenced by the movie Grease. And like, I thought the pink ladies were cool, but the T-Birds were cooler. And like, I just wanted to wear the leather jackets, but with girls and rock out in a band. And so then I started my band from Boston, Jaded. Yes. Um, 
which was an all girl band. And then um, I, I did a lot of all female things because I just I love that energy. And then, yeah, fast forward to being a vixen. It's like, whoa, this is full, full circle here. Full circle. That's amazing. And you play you played some uh, some shows or some festivals, events that were run by like WAF and like like all the Boston rock stations, right? Yeah, 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 we used to play the in the local bazookas. That's at local bazooka, yes, yes. And then we did those sky shows. Uh, what was that? New Hampshire radio, um, Rock 101 Sky oh, Show. Oh, Rock 101, yep, yep, and stuff like that up in uh, Man- Manchester, New Hampshire, Manchester, yep, Vegas. Yep, Vegas. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, you know, then the Mistress Carrie and Mike Shoe and all them, yeah, AF, yeah, and then fellow, fellow, fellow podcast, Pantheon, Pantheon people too, podcast yeah. too. Oh, yeah. well, they're on which what what what's which one? Mistress so, Carrie has her own podcast on Pantheon, Mistress yep. Carrie podcast, which oh, does wow. awesome. I'm gonna have to check that out. Oh yeah, yeah. and she then just Mike... had Sebastian Bach on, yep. and uh, Mike Shu does a uh, podcast on Neil Young. Yep. Awesome. Okay, yeah. great. Wow. We've had we've had we've had both of them on to talk Kiss and all that stuff. And so radio station stuff. Yeah. So they speaking of Kiss. We at that age when you were listening to all those bands, were you were you aware of Kiss? Did they have any kind of influence on you at all? Were you a fan, or were you or did, were you like ah, I can't listen to those guys? I gotta play, I gotta learn Master of Puppets again. No, I was <laughs> I was super into Kiss, and so then when I uh, all right, so I really when I started Jaded, I got huge into Kiss, um, and so we had a manager, and he was all about Kiss. Um, he helped us make a um, a Jaded. Uh, sign with the light bulbs that looked like kiss oh nice um, all our our moves like we would watch a bunch <laughs> of you know and and my first boyfriend uh was was really a kiss collector kiss pinball machine everything in his place and uh the big poster of ace with the smoking guitar so mm-hmm. i was just like all about discovering and diving into that and into the um live show um mastery of just putting on a a, a real show yeah. more than just um rocking out and just aces solo when i heard that that was just um mind-blowing and then i did a and that inspired that's what inspired me to do um in the middle of our set and jaded i would always do a guitar solo and i would um disappear from the stage uh while the singer was doing something oh no we would do drum solo hillary would do a drum solo um Hillary Blaze, she now she still lives in in Boston, and she okay. was the drummer in our band, and now she plays in a uh, Judas Priestess tribute band and uh, a Led Zeppelin oh. tribute band as well. Oh, um, which Zepp band? Which Zepp? Which Zeppelin band? We see a bunch uh, of them. All female one. She does Judas Priestess, the all female tribute to a Judas Priest, and then the the it's not um uh, what is it, what Led Zeppelin? Is she in Led Zeppelin? I think so. Oh, I've seen them a bunch of times. They're they're incredible. She just joined as a new drummer. I think it's that one. Oh, okay. Oh, they're insane. Yeah. Yeah. I got to attend them now with her in the band, especially. But um, yeah, so then she would do a drum solo. I'd disappear. And then uh, our manager would hold the spotlight up on the bar. And I'd appear on top of the bar. (laughs) And I'd do a cool solo. And sometimes he'd do smoke with me. And that was all Ace inspired. Oh, my God. uh, Oh, it's so cool. So cool. So yeah, awesome. very into kids. And we used to always do the kiss um expos growing up, the Jersey, New York. Oh, that's right. In Jersey, yeah. Yeah. We, we do those if- every year. Jade would play that. Richie Rano, who put that on from the band Stars, great yep. guy. Uh, and and another full circle moment, kind of like then you end up on the Kiss Cruise. You yes. know, which is which is just kind of like incredible. Which was awesome, which was the last Kiss Cruise. Yeah, we were yeah, we but, were on that too. 
I know. And, and that yeah. was, I, I wish it was still going on because I'd love to do that again, but I'll just never forget the moment when uh, Paul Stanley says hello to us, comes in the green room right before we go on stage. And then he's right on the side of the stage during our, our show. I was like, Oh my God, I don't think I've ever been so self-conscious and nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's so yeah, cool. The, the, the bands that were on the cruise, so we were on the second one. That was on the yeah because they had the two they had, they had yeah they had two, two weeks week. they had back to back weeks um, yeah supposedly they're going to do another one but Kiss in makeup won't perform they'll each have yeah. their own little like Jeans mm. band will come out Paul will probably do that Motown stuff and yeah uh, and they said they might do like an acoustic sail away as Kiss okay let's but, hope yeah I hope I hope but they can't yeah. retire this is just crazy they're still the I, best band in the world the hottest band in the world so that's right that's right that's go. right. Now you uh, want to hear my first oh. time I met Kiss story? Please, of course. Oh, we got I don't think to tell this because you guys are just very Kiss oriented. So, oh yeah, do it. Uh, so we had a little break in Vixen. Um, Janet Gardner had a a, a brain aneurysm, and um, so oh, we had like, six months off uh, for sure. And I was like, okay, let me try to look at, at this break as a as a positive you know everything kind of happens for a reason sometimes mm-hmm. i try to think in those terms and so i was like what what if i wanted to do i got six months to kind of just like do something different and find another way to make some money and stuff and i thought you know i've always wanted to be a flight attendant so mm. oh wow. i applied to be a flight attendant i'm a flight attendant okay so uh i'm flying all around and the first time i have some free time that i'm able to use my free flights for my own personal fun yeah. stuff it's it's mardi gras and i'm like i'm gonna go to mardi gras Uh-oh. So, um so i fly down and uh have this crazy night of course uh the next morning i wake up in my hotel room super hungover and i'm like <laughs> oh God, there's no water and i'm kind of i'm I'm not snobby about a lot of things, but I'm like a water snob. Like I hate drinking sink water. So I'm like, oh, there's no <laughs> bottled water. Like I need yeah. bottled water. So I'm still in like clothes from the day before. Total mess, just a mess. And I hit the elevator button. I can barely open my eyes. Like, at, and the elevator doors open up and I look in and I'm like, whoa, that looks like kiss. That's weird. And I just, I guess I was just standing there. And then, and then the guy goes, are you, are you coming in? Are you going down? And I was like, yes. And I got in the elevator and then I just slowly like look up over to my left and I'm like thinking, boy, that looks like Paul Stanley. And sure enough, he goes, hi, I'm Paul. And I go, Paul Stanley. And he goes, that's me. And I was like, oh my God. And then I look over and, and then it was um Eric and Tommy. Uh, June wasn't there. And I go, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm in an elevator. Kiss. I'm thinking, like, am I still high? Like what's going on here? And, um, <laughs> And so then we all started talking because I had a guitar necklace on and uh, they were playing the Superdome that night. Uh, oh, okay. I was just like not up on what was going on, you know? And, yeah. Uh, so that was the first time that I met Kiss. Uh, That's wild. Oh, my God. How funny is that? And then also at one of the uh, NAMM shows, I was on uh, in a very small clip on Gene Simmons' Family Jewel show because I don't know if you know it or not, but I have a very long tongue. Oh, my God. I guess you do. Holy and, shit. Uh, we might have to we, we might have to release the video on this one. Yeah, now. we might have to put this on the Patreon tier. Yeah, uh, right. the, G, the demon tier and see, hey, God. Wow. Yikes. Uh, yeah, so that's we were awesome. comparing comparing uh sizes. Uh, okay. <laughs> nice. Oh my god. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh so it's funny. So you did play with Vixen with Janet Gardner in there. I did. When I joined the band, it was all originals except for Jan. Rest in peace. 
Yeah. yeah. How did you, how did you get connected with Vixen? Like, I, I, again, kind of full circle. You loved them when you discover them. And then how did, how did you get connected to them? And, and you're, you're a part of them now to this day. Yeah. Um, well, I moved, uh, I had, I was playing with Alejandro Sanz, um, mm-hmm. a, a big Spanish artist. I was on tour for about like three years with him. And then, uh, that wound down and I, I landed in Boston and it was cold and snowy. And I was like, I spent all this time in South America. What the hell am I doing living here? I want to <laughs> go to LA. I want to go to the sunshine. So I, uh, I headed out there and then I just started playing in the jam scenes and stuff. And then, uh, another all female band, I started jamming with, um, an all female Guns N' Roses tribute called Paradise Kitty. Yeah, and that's uh, awesome. What name. a great name. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, exactly. <laughs> and so then, um, yeah, started jam with them and we did one of the cruise pre-parties. And then um, uh, Larry, who manages uh, Vixen, is also runs the, some of those cruises. He runs mm-hmm. Monsters Rock Cruise and stuff like that. And um, yep. a few others. And so he saw me and he talked to those girls and he goes, oh, I found your guitar player. And other people had mentioned me. And so they'd heard me in the circle a few times. And oh, stuff. so, cool. so it kind of all came together at that point. Yeah. They were all ready and so uh, yeah, I went down to Cher's house and uh, and jammed with the girls, and uh, that was it. Nice, that's amazing. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, uh, we discovered Vixen. Yeah, well, I discovered Janet Gardner in the early nineties. <laughs> and Vixen, I we I had the like a lot of guys had the biggest crush on her. I think she's fantastic. I yeah. love those first couple albums that Vixen had done, and uh, it's a shame that the, you guys aren't all together. But you know what? You guys still kick ass with the, the current band uh, lineup you oh. have now. Oh, so, yeah. You know, my it, God, yeah. Everybody's finding success one way or the other. So that's great. Um, and yeah. I'm glad that you enjoy what you're doing with Vixen and you can still play elsewhere and like rock and roll fantasy camp. Yes. Yeah. It's great. It's great. I got a lot of good things going on at the moment. And did you guys hear the new Vixen single, by the way? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to admit, I have, not red, yet, uh, I have not correct? yet. Yes, red? a lot of red. Yes. yes, it's called Red. You got to check it out. Fred Corey from Cinderella uh, produced it, and oh, cool. uh, we worked with him on it. And uh, nice. yeah, I think you're okay. gonna like it. So, so yeah. where would people find it? Uh, as far as Vixen, there's an official website, right? And they yeah, there's it. a website. Um, and uh, but it's on YouTube because we did a video for it. So check out, watch it with the video on YouTube. But it's also on Spotify and all those streaming services. Yeah, Let, let's, awesome. I just want to I want to go back for a minute to the to the the fantasy camp. How did you get? Did you start as like like a like a, like a member, you know, like a Nancy Wilson type person, and then you got involved as like a counselor, or how did how did you get connected up with the rock and roll fantasy camp? Yeah, I you know I had a lot of mutual rock star friends that I was like, what is this thing everybody's posting about? I want to get yeah. involved in it. So yeah, yeah, I uh, I reached out to the camp and uh, I got hired as a counselor. And after the first time being a counselor, I got the campers telling uh, David Fishoff, who runs it, like, oh wow, she was so great. You know, we really liked her. So like, you got to have her back. And anyways, I I had lunch with David afterwards, and we were just talking about some things. And he liked the fact that you know I have a I have a degree in business, so I and I know how to do a bunch of things that are not musical as well, you know, can mm-hmm. write contracts and uh, do all sorts of stuff. So uh, it was a good blend of musicality and business. And he was like, I think you could, you know, help out a lot here if you're interested. Nice. In like, I would love to, because it really is a life-changing thing. That's what I want to just say lastly about the campus that, um, you know, people come for all different reasons and you can be at any different level, but not only do the campers leave with, with, with growth, but so do the counselors and the headliners, everybody, 
really get something out of it. And it's a big bonding experience. And, and over the course of four days, the transformations that some people go through is incredible. Like you'll see people with extreme stage fright that can hardly make eye contact with you when they're performing and stuff because they're very insecure yeah. about it. To wearing like a sequin cape and being Mick Jagger all over the whiskey stage. <laughs> And so, yeah, and, and then the camp, it culminates. You, not only do you jam with all these big artists, but then you you have a, a live show this uh, next weekend. The live show is in, at the Troubadour. Um, oh, wow. It's nice. like a famous venue. Yeah. And family can come out and be like people's college buddies fly out to see them jamming. And yeah. they're like, oh, my God, you're really doing it. And it's uh, it's really awesome. But that's why we get – I mean, Nancy's done a bunch of camps. STP guys have done camps before in the past. People come back because – it it is such a cool different experience. You've had Gene, you've had Gene, you've had you've had Gene Simmons before, correct? Gene and Paul, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yep. Any uh any good stories with either one of them? You know, I wasn't at the camps that they did. Um okay. I, I started with the camps in 2019. Um, okay. for, before I before I joined, but uh but I mean they loved it. I I, I know that. Um and yeah. it, there's a documentary about Rock Camp, Rock Camp the movie. It's uh streams free on Amazon Prime, but um they're Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. So, so I, would you, I cut add, you off. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. There was somebody, and I can't figure it out. I'm trying to find it while we're talking. Who sent us a message? Because they they love to get all our, we call them loudcasters, all our crazy listeners and all that stuff. We When they have events like Creatures Fest or the Kiss Cruise, and we talk about it afterwards. And everyone always, you know, lives vicariously through our experiences to all these fun events. Somebody just sent it to us this week, and I can't find the thing now. Yeah. Go fucking figure. But yeah. it was like, hey, guys, you want to go to the next event? You should go to Rock Camp. This thing is fucking awesome. And he was pushing it on us. Who the hell was that? Well, the, I, I don't know. But 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 the only problem with Rock Camp, like you said, Britt, it's not School of Rock. So if Zeus and I don't know how to hold a friggin' guitar, <laughs> it's not for us. Like you have to you have to be you have to know what you're doing. Like you said, I they mean, don't. You could be a very beginner, though. I mean, we have people that have, you know, picked up the guitar during COVID and kind of just strum it here and there. I mean, it's helpful to know a little bit, but you don't have to be experienced. Okay, so are there le- are there like, it, like you said, it's not school of rock, but are there uh, uh, is part of the camp like like lessons as well? So could you start the fantasy camp with like a very basic knowledge of the guitar and then after three, four days kind of be like that much better. Like would it be yeah. is it that kind of thing? Yes, because it's like full immersion. Like I, I know okay. people, they're like, Oh, I've taken lessons once a week for so long, but I learned more in these four days. And then I oh, did okay. three yeah. years of taking lessons just because cool. you got long 12 hour days. There's master classes, jam rooms, rehearsals. And you, wow. you really, you just really focus instead yeah. of just like, Oh, a little bit here, a little bit there. Wow. And, so can and I so, come in and do like the tambourine? <laughs> and be like, I just want to hang out with I want to hang out with Bruce and Britt and just fucking just be the background guy and go, yeah. clap. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Lucy yes, just, yes. just play the triangle in the background yeah. while everybody's totally. cowbell. We'll do some blue oyster coat. We'll get there you go. There you go. Now now do you see now do you guys? I think I heard it on one of the episodes of the podcast. Are there people that they'll they'll go to they'll go to the fantasy camp and then by the end of it? they'll be like in a band. Oh, yes. And a lot of times the bands that I put together stay together and even though they live all over the country and they will uh, rehearse and talk on zoom um, and then fly out. Some of them fly out quarterly. They meet at some and book gigs. So they book a gig in Texas. They booked a gig. uh, Yeah. And they get together and they keep their band name and they keep the band together, which is so cool. Oh, that's amazing. 
Yeah. On our newsletter, I do a camper spotlight um, you yep. know, once a week and, and we highlight like what has come from somebody coming to rock camp. Um, a, a person just opened for Glenn Hughes the other night that started a band after coming to rock camp. Uh, that was the last one I just featured, but we have all sorts of stories like that. Oh, yeah. somebody got married by Sammy Hagar as a result of uh, he officiated the wedding. I think I saw that. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I mean, a crazy things happened. Yeah. Yeah. We had, we had a guy that, um, uh, lived in Moscow that came to a rock camp and ended up, uh, he came to the rock camp with Joe Perry. He ends up as a result of that opening for Aerosmith in Moscow. Oh my God. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. So we're, so when I'm, th- I'm thinking, obviously for when we hear the word camp, we think of like, like a friggin' like a summer camp. What's the setup for the rock and roll? Is that like a hotel? Is that like some, like a, what kind of like a venue or how, how is it set mm-hmm. up? Yeah, so everybody kind of stays at the same hotel. We have like a host okay. hotel, but then um, we have a rehearsal space that everybody everybody has a each band gets a rehearsal space. So okay. everybody's mostly at the rehearsal spaces, and then and then we go to the live venues. Sometimes we have uh, opening night parties and jams at other venues too. Yeah, nice. That's amazing. Yeah. I wish yeah, I picked so up fun. the guitar so years ago. Have to stop. We've never done one in Boston, but we should do it in Boston. Let's go. Hell well, you, yes. you, you would, I mean, you're from Boston. Boston obviously has an incredible history of rock music and rock radio. Make it happen. I know. I, mean, I, I, I have, the, here's the sad thing, Britt. I have three guitars, okay, an, an acoustic <laughs> and two electrics. I bought them. I'm, I, I'm, I'm 50. I bought them all when I turned 40. And my goal was I'm going to teach myself how to play. And for a while I was cooking and now I look at them. I have one of them hanging on my wall and I look over at it and I'm like, I can hear the guitar yelling at me saying, why aren't you picking me up? Why aren't you picking me up? Because when I was messing around with it, I have like a couple apps on my phone and try to teach myself by sound and stuff. It's so fun. And it's, and if you, it, it, I mean, it just takes time. It just takes time. Just but once sing you- in the car like I do. Fucking forget <laughs> it. You're 50 years old. You ain't going to learn shit. I figured nice. it out. Nice. You see I- the encouragement? Yeah. You see the encouragement? I, get? I figured it out when I did Guitar Hero. I'm like, I suck at this. Can you imagine how bad I'll be at the on the real guitar? Guitar like, Hero isn't this. guitar. <laughs> oh, no, Leave it to the professionals. Like Brock. I'll never forget. We played at the um, the place in Saugus. Uh, no. What's the place? Um, Hockey Town in Somerville, 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 that mall there. Um, there's a yes, venue don't, there. The don't tell me you played mall. Don't tell me. <laughs> the Assembly Mall. All I can think of is yes, Good Times. No, wait, what was it called? Good Times? Don't tell me you played oh, there. Not a Good Times. No, not yeah, I think so. Is that oh, in Somerville? No. In a, near the Assembly Mall? Yeah, it's gone. Now it's no, long I think that's, gone. Good Times is at Fresh Pond Mall. No, no, no. Good times is an assembly in, in, in Somerville. Wait, did they have an arcade? Really? Yes, it? they had pool tables and arcades I and everything. I played there. Oh, okay. dear Did God. anybody get stabbed? Yeah, and you didn't get killed. That's amazing. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, I got another story if you want to hear oh, about that. Oh, oh let's please. bring it on. But, it. but I was going to say, that was a, one of the first times that I played Guitar Hero. I think the only time I played Guitar Hero. Okay. Uh, but it was after my show, so I was just shredding out. Everybody was like, you're such a good guitar player, blah, blah, blah. And then I go, and I start, and they're like, play Guitar Hero. And I had this little kid just school me on guitar hero. <laughs> i got nowhere but that was at good times that was my first and only time playing guitar hero and i'll never pick that up again yeah that place um, has been grazed to the ground no one please the place is like the murder capital of some like of the running gag on our show that's hilarious i can't believe that oh yeah I, I you remember the cheesy commercial they had for that place 
Oh, it was awful. The, yeah, I, yeah. We, uh, me the and my buddies. Buffalo fingers are the best. Yeah. Me and my buddy, me and my buddies used to go there all the time and play pool. And then all of a sudden, we're like, I don't think we can go back to good times. Every time I turn on the news, somebody's getting stabbed there. Yeah. Your like, tires oh are getting God, slashed. So- yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to say the scariest gig that I ever played. Oh. Was, and you ready? This is, this is good with Jaded. Uh, we played Hell's Angels Halloween party. And at the palace in Saugus. Oh, <laughs> the God palace. damn. Oh, man. And there was FBI lining the place. And they bomb checked my guitar cases to make sure. Oh, they checked. oh yeah. It was, it was high security. It was crazy. And then I'll never forget my mom. My Uh-oh. mom is great. She, she came to every gig. She sold her merch. She did, you know. Uh, but she, uh, it can be oblivious and I'll never yeah. forget it's not, there was a section where like Sonny Barger was and with on the chair and it was like all like, like the, the VIP kind of section of the health angels. And, and she was trying to take a picture and he wanted to walk through and she was like, and, and he was like, he said, somebody said like, excuse me, you got to move. And she was like, you just hang on. I'm taking a picture. And like, <laughs> like, they got so mad that she was like talking back to them. It was, I was like, oh, mom, be careful. That's like the head of the belly. It was really funny. <laughs> oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah. That's Boston incredible. Stories. Yeah. I'm glad somebody understands it, what it was like then. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. But you know, when we were going to the bars and clubs in the nineties, you were probably in kindergarten. Not okay? born. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. By the time we got those bars, like we're the old people in those bars by the time you started hitting them. So, oh yeah. That's yeah, true. That's, that's true. Now, what's uh what's next on the agenda? What's going on besides uh rock and roll fantasy camp? Um, and before we go, we want you to make sure you give all the plugs for them. Uh yeah. when's uh, Vixens on tour? I see different ads out that you guys have some stuff coming up, right? Yes. So Vixen, um, we really gear up in spring and, and summer and fall. Those, that's our busy season. So we've got mm-hmm. a little, little break here, but we're working on new music and we can't wait to get oh, back. Really? I know we're doing the High Seas Rally Cruise this fall, which we've never done before. Oh, uh, cool. We're doing the Monsters of the Mountain Festival um, back in, in Tennessee again. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we went overseas a lot last year. Uh, so I'm hoping to get some of that later in the, the late summer, fall and um, yeah, we should have new tour dates up shortly. And then with rock camp, like I said, I've got that, that one camp with Nancy Wilson and the STP guys coming up next week. We've got another one with Michael Anthony of Van Halen, Aldrich of White Snake. And oh Austin, shit. Wow. With Wendy Martini of rat. And I love um, him. And with um and Sebastian Bach, um that's coming up in LA in March, and then in April we just announced the camp uh coming up with uh Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes, I saw that one. Noodles yeah, of of Offspring and uh, Nick of Three Eleven. So that's going to be a fun one, and um yeah, so that that's going to be great. And then I'm also just working on new music. I'm finally going to uh, release some of my own material. Um, in oh this- wow, yeah. solo Brit material. Sort of, sort of. It'll okay. Be like- Will you be singing? Types. Um, I will definitely be doing harmonies. I don't okay. know if I'll be singing lead on maybe on a few tracks, but I won't yeah. be like, yeah, but a little okay. bit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's badass. Now, you. will you be at all with Vixen in the New England area? 
Um, I'm sure we will. We always do. We never really seem to play Boston, but um, we usually do some stuff in New York. We do a lot in upstate New York. I know we do Pennsylvania and and Jersey here and there, too. So, Well, you've got to come back to your hometown. Come on. I know. I know. I don't know. You know what? Sometimes we play the um, vault down in um, New Bedford. I was oh, just yeah. going to say, that's the of, problem. When people come visit and hit Boston area, a lot they of go down there. Guests, they'll go to New Bedford or they'll go to Lynn or Beverly, which right. is like way far, like not even close to being convenient for any of us. I know. I know. Yeah, you yeah, guys I mean, never yeah, play Brit, like you, the city of Boston or Worcester, which has a good scene too. Yeah. True. Um, but, or even I'll tell you this right now, even you can you can plug this venue when you talk to your bandmates. There's a brand new club that just opened up in Manchester called the Angel City Music Hall. Oh, and and they're getting their ace played. Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. But they're trying to. But it's a it's a it's like a mid range, like bar club venue where they're having a lot of they're trying to like really like build it up by having like some name bands. So tell you oh. come. Come to come to Manchester. I want to see Vixen okay. close I, to home. I, I'll afford that to her booking agent. Yeah, Perfect. definitely, definitely, That'd be awesome, definitely. Yeah. Well, she Zeus. Anything else before we wrap up and let no, Britt get back to her life? More of her time, Britt. We hope that we can bring you back for different discussions on music, anything like yeah. that. Plug your shows, plug your bands. Um, thank you. I know we've been trying to get you for quite some time. Um, our buddy Joey Caserta, as Ace calls him, wants to say hello to you. Make sure I say yes. Hello. Tell Joey I say hi. Yeah, yep. Joey gets a lot of shit from us on this show. That's because we love him. That's because yes. we love him. But yes. he's a pain. He's a pain in the ass. But we love him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, Britt, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This was a blast, and oh, we're yeah, like family we now on the same network. So I know yeah. I love it. We're gonna be hanging we more often uh, here. Yeah. We didn't leave you with uh, plug some of the stuff. Yeah, yeah, tell, so, yeah okay. websites and all that stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Vixen is vixenofficial.com. You go to vixen.com. It's a porn site. Just beware. Oh. That's a good site, too, though. I'm not knocking. <laughs> yeah, I know. Our <laughs> listeners <laughs> won't go now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but follow us at vixen underscore ban on Instagram. I am brittlightning.com. And um, I've got, I'm, I'm selling stage played guitars, too. So at any oh, show, nice. you can come and uh, buy a, a guitar that I will play on stage with Vixen and then sign it and hang afterwards. So check that out available on my website. And I'm also Brit Lightning on the socials, Brit with two T's. Lightning yep. spelled like lightning, not lightning, which most people spell lightning like that. Yeah, that's wrong. By the way, before <laughs> you move further, I want to hmm. say you have a Gene Simmons name. Gene loves to rename people. And like, I bet you came to him and like said what your real name is. No, call yourself Brit Lightning. Seriously. <laughs> it is such a gene like name that it, it comes it, up with. That, that's such a great point. If if a if a female ever joined KISS. Oh yeah, they would be. That's they, like I could a see great name, Brit Lightning. It's, it's like not Vincent Cusano, <laughs> Vinnie Vincent. I, we've heard people that have told the stories about like Gene saying, "Change your name," and and he's like, "What?" Yeah. I like. Well, this remember, name. remember they were they were gonna. I know, I know, we're cutting you off, Brit, but this is what we do. Do you remember yeah. the, when when Vinnie Vincent joined the band? Gene wanted to call him Mick Fury. Yeah, that's oh, right. <laughs> like, so he comes up with so all these names weird with him. Yeah, and, he, and he, but your name, Brit Lightning. So that's I'm ready to join Kiss. So maybe you know, with this Avatar thing, maybe maybe that's my next step in life. Maybe I, it's time. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's time for a female in Kiss. 
You know what? Let's keep this idea going. Let's just keep putting it out to the universe. Because if I had to join any other band, I think it would be Kiss. Do it. I love it. I'm in. We cut you off. I feel bad. I'm in. Yeah, we cut you off in the middle of your plugs. You were talking about Vixen and your name and how it's not spelt the wrong way. Yeah. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Brit Lighting and um, on all the, all the uh, socials as well. And uh, and then Rock Camp, rockcamp.com for all the upcoming camps. And yep. uh, Rock Camp on the socials. Rock Fantasy Camp, I think it is on the socials. So, and the um, podcast as well. The podcast. And the podcast. People. Yes, of course. Check out rockcamp.com for this podcast. And then you can find it on all the all the platforms that it's available. And, uh, and stay tuned. Follow me for my new music that's going to be coming out uh, soon. I'm excited. Well, when it comes out, can you come on the show and talk to us about it? I would love to. Yeah, that'd be great. Plug Perfect. it. And we'll talk Perfect. about it. Yeah. Brit Lightning, awesome hanging with you. Thank you so much for your time. Good luck with the album, the music, the camp, the podcast, everything. It's been so much fun. Thank you, Brit. Thank, Thank you. you. This has been a blast. Talk to you guys right. soon. Take care, Brit. Tom, that was the Gene Simmons pen named. Brit Lightning. Yeah, she was what a what a great time talking to her. Just what a like you said, uh, just a pleasant way about <laughs> we don't have a lot of pleasant people on this show. Being part of the Kiss community, you don't find yourself with like happy people that make your day better by just their presence. Right. What a pleasant person. Like smiling about all the great things oh. she does. Not Bitching about kiss and the no, set list and like the fuck. warm demeanor, beautiful yeah. woman, beautiful smile, just genuinely happy. We're not used to this. We're not, we're not used to that. It was very, very foreign to us. So we're thrilled that we had her. She was How fantastic. great was she? Man, yeah. she's just oh great. Well, time. we're gonna have more of these random guests coming on and on these dorm damages episodes. We hope you enjoyed that one. Until next time, peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at fantasy points. Fantasypoints.com code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.